My name is Raven, professional wrestling superstar, former world heavyweight champion, and I want you to choose your four. This is the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, and I want you to choose your four. Hello, pro wrestling Rushmore. This is Lanny Poppo, formerly the genius of WWE. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley. Yes, it is, and I want you to choose your four. Pro Wrestling Rushmore. It's Pro Wrestling's Rushmore. This is Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Circle History, and I want you to choose your four, it's Pro Wrestling Rushmore. Welcome to the only podcast that chooses a topic and allows you, the listeners, to decide who ends up on our ultimate Mount Rushmore at the end of the episode. And today's episode is the Mount Rushmore of Promos. Joining me is the often imitated but never duplicated Brian. What's up, man? It's It's been been a a long time. Cut me off, it's been a while. Yes. How long? Like uh, two months, a month? Well, all right. So the last published episode was like 75 days ago, but we tried to record another episode, but the mics got screwed up. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Bad. So real bad. Yeah, we couldn't even air it. Wow, it was that long. I thought like that episode was the one that we we did. No. It was this one we were trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were going to do like a special best of 2022 so far. And it just wasn't meant to be. So now we're doing the Mount Rushmore of promos. So we're just jumping right into the promo one. We're skipping the best of 2022. Well, I think we're going to sprinkle in some 2022 in here because uh, it'll all tie in. Why, there was a good promo in 2022? Actually, yeah, there was. There was. (laughs) Which one? We're going to get to that. (laughs) The CM Punk press conference? (laughs) (laughs) No, but we will certainly talk about all the... Madness and mayhem going on in wrestling right now. Who was right? Who was right about signing CM Punk? It was a bad idea. You were heartbreak. (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. That was perfect. I mean, no, you did say you couldn't stand the guy. And that that is, CM Punk is to you what Bret Hart is to me, I guess. Did you hear Jericho called him a cancer cancer to the locker room? That was just like, well, that came out just yesterday or today. Yeah. Well, that was kind of shitty. What a what a shitty. He's right. <laughs> Jericho was right. Jericho's right. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about Punk. Like, you know, just saying that he works with a bunch of children and. Yeah, and did you hear the latest thing about how he made up a story about how his dog Larry was injured during the ruckus? He made it up. I, yeah, I heard. I heard Kenny kicked the door in and it, uh, it chipped Larry's tooth. Yeah, but apparently that's not true. What the hell's he got a dog in the locker room for anyway, though? Well, it's his dog. He brings it around everywhere. Is his dog? Is that his? Is his dog or is it his dog? D-O-double-G. Oh, so it's his, like, rough, rough dog. Yeah. Not his, like, homie. 
no, no, uh, not his homie. But it's probably his homie. Ace too. Steel was in there, so that must be his dog. And, well, he, <laughs> he bit like he was a dog. <laughs> took a took a chunk out of Kenny. Well, Kenny's just trying to save the animal. He's like, he's like, oh my goodness, well, Lawrence, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to kick the door on you, Lawrence. Oh, I feel incisors on my forearm. Right, Punk's like, his name's Larry, asshole. Oh, He's man. like, Philip, settle down. <laughs> settle down, Philip. I don't want any trouble. And Why are you so excited, Philip? Yeah, and like, Philip starts throwing punches, haymakers. He's like, my goodness. <laughs> the temper. <laughs> right? And the Bucks come in, like, what's all the ruckus in here? Ace Steel's biting people and shit. Yeah, that's a hell of a story there. Ace Steel, part vampire. <laughs> Unbelievable. Dude, I wonder if he drew blood. Well, there was like, uh, didn't he have Kenny Omega was like on YouTube or something? And you could see the bite marks. Yeah, you could see you could see a, a, a mark on his arm. <laughs> Ace Steel bit him. Left his mark. Marked his territory. Mark of the beast. Who's uh, Kenny Omega's boyfriend? He must be so pissed. Kota Ibushi? Yeah, Kota must be pissed. <laughs> He's like, hey, no one puts lips on my man. <laughs> oh. oh, man. To each their own. Are you wearing a wrestling shirt, Brian? I am. What are you wearing? I'm wearing my uh, Juventud Guerrera shirt from, like, way back. Remember, like, when wrestling crates first started? It's pretty nuts. <laughs> Don't laugh at it. I happen to like this shirt. Oh, Juventud Guerrera shirt. Wow. Well, That's great. what are you wearing? I'm wearing my pro wrestling crate. Dusty Rhodes, hot times shirt, baby. Soft style, hot times. No, no hot, hot times. Hot times will be regular. regular yeah, right, style. I was going to say, there's no hot times for you wearing <laughs> no the soft way. style. You're like Rockefeller rocking comfy that. style. I'm comfy. Costs like an extra like $7 to get that soft style. Oh, but it's worth it. It's so worth it, Brian. <laughs> it feels the, so good. They should make hemp for like, you know, the vegans. Hemp for, oh, like hemp shirts. Like hemp shirts, yeah, for the vegans, you know. Okay, all right. Just uh, make them feel better. Here. All like it's all Daniel Bryan shirts though. Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> he he requests that his shirts be made in hemp. <laughs> so we're gonna do something a little bit different today with our uh, with our format for the show. We're trying something new here. Are we? We are to this... avoid repetition. We're gonna uh, we're gonna roll out something new here, something new here, and hopefully people like it. This is new to me. Yes. News. Yes. So new first, news. What we must do first is, like we do all the time, must begin construction on the Mount Rushmore of promos. Now, I'm going to read for you our list of contributors this week. Okay. Everybody that submitted a list, we have Pat R. the Superstar, Bobby on the Beat, Danny Love, Daryl in Georgia, Paul Licious, JD, Dragon Ron, Hunter Scott, Shep from Shepland, Extreme Dragon, Mikey from the Streets, Purple Haze, Russell War, Tiger Bomb, My Boy Benny, Scorpion 87, Suplex Sam, Pro Storm, Jesus. Ringmaster, Adam 84, and Skull Duggery. So that is everybody that submitted a list this week. The rapper? Or this this episode. I don't think it's the rapper. I just think it was just a coincidence. Skull Duggery? Yeah. He used to rap for No Limit. He was a No Limit soldier. Well, maybe under that's the uh, No Limit Master P umbrella. Look at you over here. Remember Silk the Shocker and Sea Murder? I'm I'm just learning from here. from uh, New Orleans. I know they were in WCW for a minute. They were from New Orleans. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so all right, so we so have the names. So what we have here yeah. are, or what we have here is a list. Thirty promos. 
We have 30 promos here. So you're telling me that these people, between all of them, yes, they put out a list of 30 promos. So, Well, what we have here is 30 promos with more than one vote. Oh, so there's more than 30. There's more than 30, but as our lists normally are, uh-huh. we only mention the ones with more than one vote okay. on our list at the end. So we're only going to discuss the promos with more than one vote. Can we hear the other ones, though, later? Like, we don't have to talk about them. We can just be like, all right. We can, so, yeah. All right. We can. Just As honorable mentions. You can, we can do those first if you like. I really don't give a shit. Okay, so honorable mentions here. All right, let's do it. Asterisk. Okay, okay. So these are the ones that just didn't make the cut. Asterisk. <laughs> Asterisk, baby. <laughs> Punctuation. <laughs> Vince McMahon, life sucks, then you die promo from SmackDown. I promise we wouldn't talk about it because I don't remember it. Yeah. And I want to ask you which one it is. So maybe we shouldn't have done this. <laughs> you don't remember that one? I don't. It's, 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 it's okay. We can talk well, about it later. Man, he's in the ring with DX and he's telling the people why they'll never be as successful as him. And he tells them about their boring lives. And he says in the end, life sucks. And then you die. Is that when he died? No. Yeah. That would have been some shit if like, he ended that promo yeah. and then he got in a limo and that's when it blew up. That would have been pretty good storytelling. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that kind of, I thought maybe that was it. All right, anyway. Um, another one mentioned here, AJ Lee's pipe bomb. Okay. Which pretty much kicked off the Divas revolution. She she talked trash about the Bellas and the Divas title and wanted to uh, bring women's wrestling to the forefront. That sucks. A big moment for her. No, I'm joking. Um. Anyway, like it's gonna be a long show for me because I don't remember any. <laughs> you don't remember of these. any of these, huh? Not really. About no. Jay Lethal and Ric Flair going back and forth. The woo off. The woo. That was cool. I don't remember it, but I have watched it since, like on YouTube and stuff like that. Clips that pop up on so, fa- yeah, we, Facebook. Got a mention for that. That's cool. Different. I like it. The Rock, his promo on Billy Gunn in 1999. Uh, they were feuding. And yeah, they called him a jobber, and he would never be on Rock's level. Yeah. Yeah, you remember said, that. Hello, God. My name is Billy. I won the King of the Ring. That's right. And still, nobody cares about Little me. Little kid voice. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, those were the promos that only got one vote. I see. Everything else on here got more than one vote, and it brings us to, in a way, a top 30 list here. Okay. I dig, I dig. But what's funny is that four, five, six, seven. So 23 of the promos got two votes. So those are the promos we're going to talk about first. Sure. All en route to our Mount Rushmore. Let's do it. All right. So. Are you ready? Isn't that the theme song for SmackDown? That's DX's theme song, isn't it? Are oh, you that ready? too, yeah. Dun, dun. A lot of rock songs want you to be ready. Dun, dun. Or asking if you're ready. Bow to the masters. <laughs> Break it down. Oh, boy. So, yeah, it's going to be a long one. So the first promo we're going to talk about here. Two votes. Shawn Michaels, his promo in Montreal in 2005. He was in the midst of a feud with Hulk Hogan, and he returns to Montreal, the site of the screw job, mm-hmm. for the first time. And the fans are just booing him like crazy. And he's insulting them, talking trash about him. And then he starts to insult Bret Hart. And then Bret Hart's music plays. And everybody goes crazy. And he starts laughing at them. Because Bret's not there. Right. 
He uh, he got his ha ha in on the uh, yeah, and then he starts running them down again. Then Bret Hart's music plays again, and everybody gets really excited, and then Shawn Michaels starts laughing again. Right, it's my favorite ever. You don't remember it, do you? I do remember it actually. Oh, okay, it's not my favorite ever, but it's not your favorite ever. It's pretty good because you know what he did to that Montreal crowd. And during that feud, that Shawn Michaels Hulk Hogan feud, mm. that was the only time in Shawn Michaels's return run that he was actually a heel. The, what, do you, what do you mean? He was he was only a heel for that feud with Hulk Hogan. So since he came back, he's never been a heel other than that one. Correct. Wasn't he a so heel from against? Two thousand two uh-huh. to two thousand ten. He was only a heel oh. for that feud with Hulk Hogan. So he started becoming a heel in 2010? No. Did he come? Did he wrestle any more anymore after well, No, no, because he had his last match in 2010. Really? It's been that long? Yeah. I mean, then he, he did the Saudi Arabian match, but... Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we Yikes. don't... We don't like to talk about that one. No. So when did he wrestle Taker at Mania? 2009 and 2010. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Time flies, man. I guess. The next promo on this list, Paul Heyman's 21-1 and promo the night after WrestleMania 30 when Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker. I, you, you can elaborate he on it. He said Brock Lesnar was the one behind, or he was the one behind the one in the 21-1. and one. Right. Now I remember it. Yeah. I you know, don't think it was fantastic. I think Heyman's got... Much better promos than that. Well, for instance, how about the what, like the promo we caught in his own locker room, dude, for that ba- barely legal pay per view? I know we we've talked about that before, and that was for the Beyond the Mat movie, right? That oh, that was movie. just for the movie. Well, it's not that it was just for the movie. It was just it was a backstage motivational speech that just happened to be filmed right. when they were filming Beyond the Mat. Right, right. So it was, you know, it wasn't for the camera. Apparently, right. Paul Heyman would give those speeches before every yeah, show. Yeah, I believe it. But we just so happened to see the one before Barely Legal, which was probably the most important one. Right. And it was very inspiring. He knows how to rally up the troops. Yeah, that was a great. Pro- I mean, obviously, it wasn't a promo for fans. It was right. a promo for his guys. But we did get to see it, and I thought that was fantastic. And all fans should see it. They should. Beyond the mat, man. What a good. Yeah, just watch the whole movie. That's a great documentary. Just watch just the uh, the promo. The next one here. Believe it or not, this person, who's like a master at promos, only has one promo mentioned on this list. And it Ugh. just so happens to be your favorite wrestler. Brett? No, Arn Anderson. Oh. <laughs> so the My Spot promo. Oh. <laughs> See, I like the Kevin Nash My Spot promo better. <laughs> Even though I'm a huge Arn Anderson fan. I remember the Kevin Nash. Number dog spot, spot. number liver spot. <laughs> Ma spot. <laughs> but the the promo that they were mocking, Arn Anderson announces his retirement, um, has neck surgery, can no longer compete, and right. gives up his spot in the Horseman to Kurt Hennig. Right. And then Kurt Hennig backstabbed him. He did. Turned on him. And well, you know how he you know why he retired though. Arn Anderson. Yeah. Tell me. Well, you don't know. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a great story here. You better call me. somebody. So I guess he was wrestling, and then I landed wrong, and he felt he felt uh, like a tremor go down the side of his neck into his arm, and it was his uh, right arm, and subsequently that's the arm he used to open his beer with. <laughs> and, 
he couldn't he couldn't belly up to the bar anymore. <laughs> and you know he had to have the bartender open the beers for him and stuff. Yeah. And that's why he had to give up his spot. Oh, all right. Well, I know it was his left arm, not his right arm. <laughs> <laughs> but but hey, potato potato. Whatever. It's all the same. It's an arm. Whatever arm he opened his beer. Well, who opens their beer with their left hand? Left-handed people. <laughs> really? They do. Like I just. I don't know. What, what hand are you? I'm right-handed. Okay, so think opposite. I understand, but it's just it's weird to me. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. The next promo on the list. I'm, I'm right-handed for some things, left-handed for others. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, Brian. <laughs> oh, did you ch- so happen to see the Stanford? <laughs> You're right there. I'm good. Is it the COVID? It's something. Okay. <laughs> did you see the Stanford University did research and they they found out what Joseph, father of Jesus Christ, would have looked like? You're asking me as if you didn't send me the text. <laughs> yes, I did. It's Andre the Giant. It looks like me. <laughs> I knew it. It looks like me, Brian. Because he doesn't have any promos. On the list, so you had to find a reason. You had to find a reason. Jesus is my son. Oh God! You, you should record this, Pat. Like, get, break your phone off. So when you know he's gonna do it, you should break your phone off. That way he can see how stupid his face is. <laughs> the Andre thing. But look how hard Pat's laughing. That's that's worth the price of admission. Well, it's all they're going to get out of Pat. They've got to hear his laugh because they never hear his voice. My son is the savior. How lucky am I? Uh, hope you do this all the way to Survivor Series with... Uh, no, no, I hope you do this all the way to the, the one-man dead show with yes. Wolverine. Yes, Wolverine and I will be going to see The Undertaker on Black Friday. Instead of going to SmackDown in Providence like we were originally planning. Yeah, you flat-left me. I, you flat left me for Wolverine. No, no. I, hold on. I'm gonna get my my, my phone out. How here. about it? And uh, let's see. September fifth. Yes. I get a text message that says, "Hey Brian, you're gonna be going to uh, SmackDown on Black Friday because uh, I really like to go. And if uh, you and some of the guys go, I'd like to uh, come with you guys." Yeah. And I replied, "Yes, Ian, I am." I'm looking to get pre-sale tickets on such and on you know when they come out. Yep. And what'd you say? Yeah, definitely get me one. Definitely get me and two. I'm, get well, no, 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 not yet. I, I, what I said, what I said was, well, I'm gonna get uh like five, I'm gonna get seven of them, yep. the seven all together. Anyone else you know? And I said, why don't you ask Wolverine? You went and asked Wolverine to come. I remember this conversation? Oh yeah, you do. It's right here on my I phone. <laughs> I do. I do remember this. <laughs> And you ask Wolverine, Wolverine's yep. in. Yep. Yep. And then, and then what happens? Uh, oh, hey, man. Hey. I'm really sorry, but uh, Wolverine and I got tickets to the One Man Dead show. Yeah. In, in Boston. Oh, it's, oh, by the way, it's on Black Friday, same day as uh, SmackDown. Yeah. 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 It's a good opportunity. Good and then you want me to sell the tickets. And right. I couldn't get your money back for him. Well, no. Well, that's because not... it's like ridiculous fees on yeah. Ticketmaster. It's, yeah. it's stupid. I'll, I'll, so you I took don't... him. You took him back. Yeah. That's fine. He yeah, flat left me. Well. And then he texted me earlier and said, hey, Brian, guess what? Believe it or not, Sarah's coming to work tonight. 
Oh, she was supposed to be here. She was supposed to be yeah, here. I'm like, all right, cool. We got a three-man band here. You know, well, three, two men and one woman band here. Yeah. We're back together. Band's back. Yep. You know, DX is back. We're going to reunite. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And then at the last second, something came And then out. I got a text. I'm at I'm at dinner. And, uh, you know, I got a text. Oh, you're never going to believe it. Sarah's not going to be here tonight. <laughs> and I was like, do you want to see my surprise face? Because I wasn't. Because she flat left me, too. Yeah, we're just flat leavers, I guess. And you know, just the two of us. <laughs> you betrayed me. She betrayed me. The whole world betrayed me. <laughs> Everybody betray you, Brad. I'm so sick of this world. I'm fed up with this world. But it's all right. You guys will live very happily. Hopefully, you don't flat leave each other. <laughs> you know, you'll move in together eventually. You'll you'll have kids. A whole family of flat leavers. I'm sure your kids will be <laughs> flat leavers too. Jeez. <laughs> Anything else? No, no. All right. Wonderful. I hope you and Wolverine have a great time on Black Friday. <laughs> you're gonna meet the Undertaker. You're not gonna meet the Undertaker. You're yes, gonna we say, are, we paid extra for yeah, it. Yeah, you're gonna say, "Hello, Mr. Taker." He's gonna say, "Hey, get out of my face, kid." He's gonna push you down the slide like the Santa did on Christmas Story to, to Ralphie. And I'll have a great story to tell. Oh, the next yeah. day, Survivor Series. Thought <laughs> you gonna flat leave him for someone else on Survivor Series. Doesn't matter. As long as I get a ride home, you know, everything's cool. <laughs> Next promo on our list. Joey Styles quits on Raw. That was a good promo. That was a great promo. Not as good as my promo just now. But no, that was, that, was, that was a good promo. Goes right to the list. <laughs> Show over. <laughs> yeah, Joey Styles, uh, he was sent backstage for not having enough spirit for the spirit squad. And he had to... He had to... Uh, Get a speech from Vince McMahon. So he came back to the broadcast booth, and Jerry Lawler was mocking him, asking him if he had more spirit. That set Joey Styles off. He quit. Smacked the king across the face and went on the stage, and he quit, but he mocked the fans. He, that was a work shoot, wasn't it? It was. It was. He didn't but, really quit. He just went he, on to form. Well, he went on to be the commentator on. ECW on sci-fi. Right. But he but, turned heel, which was weird. That was but weird. I get it. But he did a great job with it. Yeah, he did awesome with it. Like, I think he said a lot of things that he really felt at the time. Yeah, he and said he wasn't allowed to say wrestler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call them able, pro wrestlers. He was able to get it off his chest. Yeah, that was that was a great promo for the time. It well, was. still a great promo now. No, it, yeah, it, it holds up. All right. The Cactus Jack anti-hardcore promo from ECW. Ooh, I am hardcore. <laughs> I am hardcore. He's saying, saying to the fans, please don't encourage Tommy. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want Tommy to kill himself out there. And he says the hardcore lifestyle isn't worth it. It's not worth it, Tommy. It's not worth it. Yeah, and that was great because. His Cactus Jack, who's a known like hardcore wrestler, he'll go out there and bleed and use barbed wire baseball bats. Yes. And then he's an extreme championship wrestling. Extreme championship wrestling, where all that's legal, right? They can yeah. use all of that. And it's the perfect, because people are like, oh man, Cactus Jack's here, it's going to be nuts. Yep. And then perfect heel gimmick, you're not going to get the hardcore Cactus Jack in nope. a hardcore federation. He promised to bore, he wanted to bore the fans. What that do you get? Goal. What is that, Ian? Irony. Psychology, stupid. Oh. <laughs> and that's what that's what wrestling's lacking these days. Psychology. Yes, let's let's is. bring the psychology back, man. If only. Let's well, like define what a heel and what a baby face is. Let's like, you know, just bring all the psychology's lacking from all these companies. 
It's terrible. We're not here to insult the intelligence of our fans. Well, let's insult the intelligence. Shades of Grey. <sighs> Vince McMahon retired this year. That's a crazy story. But is it a promo? No, it's not a promo. All right. But we're talking about adding uh, bits and pieces from our 2022 episode into <clears throat> this episode. Right, we'll just do that episode. We'll just do that episode. Okay. Eventually. Okay. It'll come. It'll come. Well, it'll give us more time, you know, to get through to you. What if we just do it, like, at the end of the year? You know, we could. That makes like a lot more sense. 2022 retrospect. Yeah. We can talk about how uh, you flat left Wolverine at Survivor Series. All right. Next And what matches were on there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm saying we can get through it. <laughs> CM Punk, Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor. He's a bloody mess after his dog collar match with Raven. And he cuts a promo with Colt Cabana and Daphne by his side, mm. explaining why he doesn't like Raven, why he hates Raven. And he reveals it's because his own father was an alcoholic, and he sees traits of his father in Raven. So that's why they're feuding. So you're talking about psychology. There's psychology right there for you. What, really? Yeah. It's happened in Ring of Honor. CM Punk's feuding with Raven. I, ne- I don't know. I've never seen that match. I never heard the episode. I never heard the episode. And that ended up being the reason why. That was that was the reason why CM Punk had his problems with Raven. Okay. But at the same time... Irony that he did with Colt Cabana and all they hate each other. Yeah, I know. But what's also ironic is that that's happening in Ring of Honor, but literally at the same time in NWA TNA, Raven has a faction and CM Punk is in it. Really? Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. Yeah. Stupid. Very stupid. That's when, like, they had those clockwork orange matches yes, and all that stuff, yes. right? I vaguely remember that that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was very confusing. Very confusing. CM Punk's a good promo, though. He's a great promo. He's a great promo. He's just a... Narcissistic, narcissistic prick. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Thinks sure. companies can't survive without him. That is true. Yeah. But he's kind of got a point because AEW had their their highest buy rates with CM Punk on top. That's fine, but they can survive without him. They might be able to survive without him, but there's nobody that's going to bring them a million buys right now. No? I don't think so. Maybe if... Do you um, disagree? I mean... Well, I think if they release Top Dollar again and he goes to <laughs> AEW, that would... Uh... <laughs> I'm joking. He sucks. <clears throat> no, I just I, I kind of feel bad for AEW because I I don't see anybody else that's gonna keep those buy rates. I don't feel bad for AEW at all. No, no. Why not? Because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing with Daniel Bryan, with Brian Danielson, whatever his name is now. I don't even know. <laughs> right? They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing with him. Yep. The guy loses like every week. Yeah, he does. It's unfortunate. Like, what is going on here? Yeah. He could have been huge. Yeah. He could have brought brought them a thousand by uh, a million buys. Do you really think so, though? Yeah, I yeah. do. Dude, he's the best wrestler in the world. He sure is. But can you imagine, like, if they had him versus Okada at like Forbidden Door or something okay, like that? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone who loves NJPW. Yep. Everyone who loves That's AEW. True. All the wrestling purists. Mm-hmm. Like they know Okada. They know Daniel Bryan. They've yeah. never met in the room. That'd be an awesome match, man. Yeah, that'd be really good. And built you're, right. You're right. That would get a million buys. Built right, though. Built right. You know yeah. what I mean? 
Yeah. Bill Wright. Bill Wright. <laughs> <laughs> Next promo on the list, Bret Hart snaps. Ooh, is this the one on Raw where uh, Sid comes down and says he doesn't know shit? Yep, that's the one. I don't know shit, cry baby. <laughs> Sid beats Bret Hart in the cage after interference from The Undertaker. Vince McMahon goes to interview Bret, and Bret shoves Vince to the mat. What do he say? He's like, it's this frustrated. is... frustrated. a goddamn word for it. This is bullshit. <laughs> you I'm screwed sick. me. Everybody screwed me. You turn a blind eye. Everybody turns a blind eye. And Vince is like, no, no, Brett, you screwed you. And you don't even know it yet. Yeah. I'm pal. <laughs> and then, and he, yes, City comes down the aisle and says the infamous words. I don't know shit, cry baby. <laughs> and then there's Stone Cold on Titan trying to go, oh, Brett, all you do is cry. <laughs> I think Sid had the better promo in that whole I thing. So <laughs> <laughs> words of wisdom from Sid. <laughs> He had the best promos, period. <laughs> and I have half the brain that you do. <laughs> and Nash in the ring, dressed up like Sid. <laughs> Cracking up laughing. Man. I think you're going to like the next promo. I can't wait. A Scott Steiner math promo. Oh, phenomenal, dude. I wish, wow. 33 and a third percent. Oof, that's, that's awesome. Ha! Dude, how can, well... How about his other promo on Nitro when uh, he was telling people to like watch WWF? Or oh yeah, yeah. That's Scott Steiner had some good promos, man. Yeah, when he wanted to get his point across, boy did he. It was, so it was him versus Angle versus who in that match? Samoa Joe. Three man. It was like, yeah, Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe. Then you had me, and I got a thirty-three and one third, two fifths percent chance of winning the match. And then you ask Samoa Joe, what's 103 and two-thirds? <laughs> what is going on? I don't even know what he I, said. I, I, I know it's not. It. I don't know either, but I mean, I think, I guess it all calculated out to. Uh, yeah, know, I believe. Uh, it ended up being right, didn't it? No, Einstein. it didn't. It definitely didn't end up being right. <laughs> I like that Braun Breaker's doing, like, the math thing. Yeah. He did it, he did it once, but. Yeah, I he's. Cool. I like him. He's, he's got potential. Yeah, I do too. He's got potential. How about the well, Dudley Boys, Heat Wave, 99? Oh, phenomenal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Damn, man. Exciting a riot, insulting the fans. Bringing back some great memories right yes, now. Yes. And was you have a mother in a front row who taught her daughter how to suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, like, the mother's, like, showing her tits and shit to him or something? Not quite. <laughs> no, she tried, <laughs> she tried smacking him or something, right? Bubba gets into a fight with a guy in the front row. Yeah, because he said that Devon's salty balls were in his girlfriend's mouth or yeah, some shit, right? Yeah, and surprisingly, the guy didn't take that well. Oh, he said that he had the same promo in Forever, and the guy he hopped did. the railing. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, I think that his girlfriend really wasn't with him that night, and he must have thought that... Uh, <laughs> he was very upset. Yeah, he must have thought that Devon's Toblerone was down his girlfriend's throat, you know what I mean? <laughs> something. Oh, my what? God. You never know, dude, like... ECW's in town. You know what I mean? Holy cow, Brian. That was a good one. What? <laughs> like, what if she happened not to be with him? Like, the night yeah, it's a sense Bubba of is telling him yep. that you know where your girlfriend was last night. Yep. She had Devon's salty balls <laughs> on your chin and his Toblerone down her throat. <laughs> and he was like, wait a minute. 
She really wasn't with me last night. Yeah. She must have been at the Hampton Inn. <laughs> the slut. Wow. That's wonderful. No, no. Could be. Could be. Anything's possible. Next promo on the list, another ECW promo. Brian Pillman's debut. Yes. Right after being fired by Eric Bischoff in WCW. Which unquote. is funny. Yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's funny that, like, who's that? Is that Emma? That's Emma. That's Emma. I think that's Emma guy. <laughs> so Emma oh, wow. She's still hot, now. dude. She's still fucking hot. Good Lord. Oof. Damn. They're bringing everybody back, huh? Oh, she's going to job out to uh, Rousey, though. Remember when Emma would come out with the bubbles? I do, and I loved it. And she'd, like, <laughs> shake her hands. Do, 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 like that music. Yep. yep. That was phenomenal. That? But I like this uh I like... I used to like when she came out with the sunglasses, too. Oh, yeah. It looks you know. like she's going to be doing that gimmick again. She didn't have the sunglasses. Does she have sunglasses? Yeah, they were hanging from oh, her shirt. Oh, shit. I wish something else hanging from her shirt. <laughs> anyway. So, Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman uh, uh, works himself out of his contract with WCW, goes to ECW. Yeah. Uh, all en route to going to WWE. Bischoff thought it was a work. Bischoff like, thought it was a work. How do you do that? Like, think about that, man. You're going to really release someone yep. and think it's a work? Make it look real. <laughs> I mean, how important was Brian Pillman though to make do that? I could see with a guy like Hogan, yeah, Nash, Hall. You know what I mean? Sure. Like work the boys, but you're gonna work the boys with Brian Pillman. Hey, it's the ones that you least expect. Yeah, but was that was he that important to like where you had to work people in the locker room? Well, they had to get that character over. They had to get that loose cannon character. So I guess over. they were trying to build him up to be something bigger, right? But let's be so honest, think man. About it. He, went, he went out on pay-per-view in a match with Kevin Sullivan. I respect you, Booker, man. Yeah, called right. him a Booker, you know, which was unheard of in 1996. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's definitely grounds for being fired. <clears throat> in a then, normal situation. Then, yeah, I yeah. guess. Um, but that was his way of getting out of WCW. Psychology. Psychology, yes. Because in the whole loose cannon character, do you know who that was created by? Uh, oh, no, no. Sullivan? Was oh, it? I'm going to tell you, Brian. It was Terry Funk? I want to tell you who it was. <laughs> well, I can tell by the voice. Brian Pellman asked me, what does it take in this business to be successful? And I told him, be peculiar. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I got it. I'm going to ask my release. <laughs> but basically... Brian Pillman came up with the character, presented it to Terry Funk, right. told him he wanted this wild, out-of-control character. And Terry Funk was behind it, but yeah. told him he had to really commit to this character. Right. Uh, Brian Pillman had plans of going to the Super Bowl and chaining himself to the goalpost just to get attention, get his name out there. So he why was willing he... to do anything for this character. Why didn't he do it? Because he would have gotten arrested and probably, you know... Might, might have cost him a little well, bit. Well, yeah, no shit. I think he knows going into it that, like, that he, you know, that risk is there. True, true. <laughs> but I don't know if a company is going to be willing to pay. He was probably like, I'm not that peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I told you to be peculiar. That, that's pretty peculiar. <laughs> be peculiar, not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're just being an idiot. <laughs> Next. Our next promo in the uh, two-vote category. Scott Hall's WCW debut, debut on Nitro. 
You know who I am, <laughs> but you don't know why I'm here. <laughs> One guy in the crowd. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Did he say that? No, no, I mean, no. no. <laughs> They're just like, the mic just picks that one up. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Just, I think it's more of a moment thing. It, than it a is more of a moment. I think so, But too. it's fine. Like, I, I get I it. I see why it's on here. Yeah. Nobody voted for Kevin Nash's well, WCW debut. The outsized one? Yeah. When he debuted on Nitro. Right. This is where the big boys play, huh? Uh, look at the adjective. <laughs> Even though it's a verb. Right. Well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know a difference either. Until <laughs> you just told me. Thank you for that. I always wondered what it really was. <laughs> Kevin Nash. Grammar genius. And I'm glad I could help Brian learn his... Uh... I thought it was a plural. It's a plural. Jeez. <laughs> Next one here. The Rock and Hulk Hogan's first confrontation on Raw. Monday was uh, Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. No, it was Monday Night Raw after No Way Out. No. Build to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was electric. That, wasn't that in Canada too, though? That was in Montreal. I think it was. Yeah, right. Because yeah. the crowd started chanting Hogan, 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 then Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Yes. Then they each looked to one side. Yes. I remember that You're one. Right. Yes. You're right. I'm happy. It was a great moment. Happy. <laughs> Hey, the next promo here, also in Toronto, it's also The Rock. The Rock cuts his infamous promo making fun of Toronto. Finally, The Rock has come back to run, to run, to run his mouth on all your candy asses. (laughs) (laughs) And he says that he lost all respect for the Toronto fans because they cheered for Hulk Hogan instead of him. At WrestleMania 18, <clears throat> so that's why he became a heel. Right, that's good. Uh, the the good old double turn, right? Yes, yes. So that was that was a pretty good promo. For Which the is Rock. crazy because that wasn't supposed to happen, was it? No, it wasn't. So Hogan they, was NWO. That's what I'm saying. They must call out on a fly. They had to. They so had was, to. Yeah. Man, think about how different wrestling was back then, right? It was. So you're just like, hey, they don't like you. So guess what? You're a heel now. <laughs> Awesome. And he probably loved it because he's a better heel anyway because he could just talk like, you know, this guy was great. Grand Mike. One of the best. One of the best, man, if not the best. Yep. And it's like now it's like you got this all this right and it's like, no, even if they want to turn you heel, you're not going to go that way because we have this written for you for, you know, six months out and we're going to force feed you down their throat no matter what. Awful. You know, wow, look at Emma with a tarantula. Shades (laughs) of Ty Jerry. Ty Jerry. Ty on the list. To Jerry, no. There are no to Jerry promos on this list. Damn it. But well, we do have... Juventud Guerrero. Juventud Guerrero. Nor do we have the Bret Hart El Dandy promo. Ooh, that was a great promo. It's not on there. I'm sorry. Did you just say a Bret Hart I promo said Bre- was great? That is Bret Hart's greatest promo. I laughed my ass off. I was like, this is... When I saw that promo, I was like, this is wonderful. This is Bret Hart's <laughs> best work. And guess what? I'm not even being sarcastic. Like, I love that promo. I really do. Bret Hart. Is wondering why why he can't get some some better challengers for his title. What about El Dandy? Who are you to doubt El Dandy? <laughs> it's funny, like we're talking about this Bret Hart El Dandy promo, which isn't even on the list. Yeah, longer than we've talked about, like you know the Hogan Rock promo, <laughs> yeah, I know. which is fine because <laughs> yeah, that, that's 
definitely Bret Hart's greatest work. As a heel, like, that's awesome. Because he's like, now he's like, oh, I'm the chicken shit. I don't want to fight, like, you know, these these real, you know, names. Yep. You know, like, oh, what, what about Aldandy as a competition? And we'll never know because Aldandy could have given him a great match. Aldandy was sitting backstage just going, oh, wow. Yeah, he's like, I can't believe Bret Hart mentioned me. <laughs> His ears perked up. <laughs> Did they say my name? <laughs> but at the same time, I like, guess you could see it's like, that's Bret Hart putting himself in the same category as Aldandy. Yeah. Cruiserweight. The jobber he is. <laughs> Our next promo here. Paul Heyman shoots on Vince McMahon on SmackDown right before Survivor Series 2001. Vaguely remember it. Excellent promo. Excellent, it. excellent promo. <laughs> Paul Heyman really does cut a shoot promo on Vince. I mean, it's a work shoot, but really. Vince told him to do it that. it all out. Yep. Right, Blames Vince. Vince for stealing his ideas. Right. and uh Killing his company. It's a pretty good moment. Saying that Vince McMahon made wrestling a dirty word. Yeah. Which he certainly right. did. He did, absolutely did. And we're, ta- we're talking about all this. In that, his own a- head. Yeah. Because, like, wrestling's not a... Di- well, yeah, so we we talked about it before. Where it's, like, kind of taboo to, like, wrestling in high school and stuff. Yeah, and okay. like, eh. yep. So, yeah, it was kind of a dirty word, like, back then. Even though, like, I did it. <laughs> it was weird, right? Um <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. It's. <clears throat> he did. He made it, like, weird to like wrestling. He did. He did. Like, he. He almost, like, ostracized his own fans. Right. It, it was very bizarre. Very bizarre. But hey, Vince is. Uh, Vince has retired. It's now the Triple H era. And I like what he's doing so far. I do too. I like that. There's really no, not that we know of, any, like, uh, word restrictions for... No, they've said you know. wrestling in hospital. Right. In and belt. <laughs> and they're calling referees by their names, if you yeah, notice. That's a big like, one they're too. acknowledging referees. Yep. What's the matter with, you know, why not acknowledge the referee in a ring? It was a very stupid rule. It's dumb, man. Yeah, dumb. very stupid rule. Especially, like, you know, if something happens, instead of being like, oh, the referee's distracted, or about, like, referee so-and-so, you know, yeah. whatever, just... Marty Elias. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Was one of the old referees from WWF? Yeah, Marty Elias. Marty, like Marty Janetti. Yeah, but he walks with Elias. <clears throat> that was a real referee, huh? Marty Elias. When the eighties? Uh, I can't remember when. Two days ago. It could have been. Could have been. <laughs> I think you dreamt that. I could have. It's possible. <laughs> I've never heard of this guy. I'm, I'm trying to find him. Is he like dream. is he like the Jabba referee? It's like saving Private Ryan, but I'm <laughs> trying to save Marty Elias. He's stuck in my dream. He's like the Jerry Flynn of referees. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Next promo here, Jake the Snake, WrestleMania six. Right before his match with the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. Really? Talking about greed and evil. Alright. It was a pretty good promo. <clears throat> I believe it. Jake the Snake, another master. I was going to say, I'm sure he's got more on this. Uh... No, that's the only Jake the Snake promo on here. That's it, huh? That's and it. that's the one. Like... That's it. That's the one. WrestleMania Jesus, 6. That's yep. weird. It's weird. It's weird with these lists. And because... it's got two votes. Two votes, yeah. Yep. What would you put a Jake, like, what Jake Snake promo would you put over that? I don't know. That's a pretty damn good Jake the Snake promo. Yeah, do you think it's the best one? I do. I do think that's the best one. Huh. If I, I mean, it's either that one or... Tuesday in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Felt so good. Yeah. Felt so good, Mean Gene. Yeah. Slapped her in the face. And even Savage. Savage's promo afterwards. 
is really good too, but right. nobody nobody mentions those. But those deserve that's uh Bo- I think that's like Bobby's favorite promo. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I've mentioned that before. Yeah. He I think he knows it verbatim. <laughs> I'm pretty it's sure. Classic. It's a classic promo. Every time we work together in a car, he'd be like just out of nowhere, I just come with it. I'm like, I loved it every time because I knew it was right on. It feels so good, Brian. I'll slap you. I'll slap myself. <laughs> You're sick. Is the uh, is the Ultimate Warrior promo on here? There is not a single Ultimate Warrior. Oh promo no, on here. the no. one where like he's gonna send rocket ships up and yep. find you know Warrior Nation or whatever. Feuding that with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Heading into WrestleMania six. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> We have two votes here for MJF's rant. Didn't like that one, huh? That's what Warrior does. Oh, remember? Still on Warrior. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which MJF? Uh, MJF rant? Which one? The one where he quit, where he called uh, Tony Khan a mark. Mm-hmm. Said he wants out of his contract. Good stuff. Liked it. We got two votes for that. Going to be like one of the best promo men ever. He's going to be. He's, he's up there way. already. Yeah, he's up there already. Definitely. What do you think about them wanting to turn him babyface? I think that so like just so everyone knows out there, like you care, but everybody I'm, knows. I'm gonna tell you anyway. <laughs> so what's happened is he just fired the Diamond Mine or something. Is, what was oh, that group? Yeah, his his faction on retainer or something like that. Yeah, and he fired them. They turned on him, right? Yep. And they they beat down Dean Ambrose. But MJF wants to fight Dean Ambrose at what's the pay per view that's coming up? Full gear? Maybe. I think it's full we'll, gear. we'll go with full gear. So he wants to, to wrestle Dean Ambrose at 100%. John Moxley. Yeah, him. Moxley. <laughs> I'm all messed up. Anyway, he wants to wrestle Moxley at 100%. Yeah. So he wants to prove to Regal that he's going to earn it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's, they're tearing him face. But I think it's all a ploy. Because Regal's going to turn. You think Regal turns? I think Regal. Well, Regal turns to be with MJF, and they're both heels. Right, right. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, and it's just a ploy, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I think uh, that's where we're going. And, All right. Because, I mean, like, do you really care about Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Bryan and, or Brian Daniel? what does he go by now? Brian Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Danielson and uh, Moxley. Like, no, it's just, just, like, really nothing there. At least if Regal manages one guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Manage. Not that he needs a mouthpiece, though. That's the thing. Yeah, no, he definitely doesn't. MJF doesn't need a mouthpiece. If you're going to have somebody in your corner and he's calling himself the devil, might as well have William Regal because he's a pretty evil dude. Right. Not in real life, but, I mean, character-wise. How do you know? He well, pissed he on a stewardess. Uh, William Regal did? Didn't he piss on some stewardess in the oh, on airplane? Have, was that the plane ride from hell? No, oh, that was... Wasn't he in, like, WCW? Oh, WCW, yeah, 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 that's right. That's right, yep. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> What nerve! Like, think about that. Like, well, I mean, he was probably drunk, didn't know where he was. And... Come on, dude. Hey, I don't care how drunk or whatever I am. Like, I'm not gonna piss on a stewardess. First Maybe off, it was on his bucket list. He had to cross it off. I wouldn't want to show a stewardess my dick because she'd probably laugh. <laughs> Secondly, that's just rude. You know what I mean? That's just rude. Jeez, that is pretty rude to pee on somebody. <laughs> Seriously, no matter if it's on a plane or anywhere. Anywhere. Unless they ask for it. I mean. Well, they, yeah, you know, I guess that's possible. <laughs> the Miz talking smack. His promo on Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Then. Then, yes. Good. 
Yeah, that was that was awesome. Very good. Very good. Just on the fly. Just boom. I was sad to hear that was a work. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. Like, I would have rather just not known. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, now it kind of ruined it for me. Oh, Man, great. his intensity was like, Very holy intense. shit. Well, that, that brings <clears throat> us to this question. What makes a good promo? Intensity. Intensity. Integrity. And intelligence. <laughs> But do, you do. you got to be believable. I mean, it depends on what the promo is. Is it to build a feud? Is it to... I mean, ultimately, it's all to sell tickets. So, you got to make people believe. 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 Yeah, absolutely. You do. And, uh, like, you know, even, like, just... You have to, like, just have the highest charisma sometimes. Yes. You know what I mean? I say that to say this. Look at a guy like Jake Roberts. I mean, I guess he had charisma, but he didn't have like the intensity. But he still drew you in. Oh, he was he was intense, but intense, in a different way. right? In yeah, a calm, a like yeah. soothing. He was almost soothing, right? Almost soothing. He was though. Close your eyes and lean your head back. Yeah, very soothing. Clear your mind. How about guys like uh, like Brother Love? Awesome. <laughs> no, I'm serious though. Brother Love, yeah. Brother Love, like. He could conduct a great interview. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he kept to the character. Stay yeah. To the character. Paul Berra. Oh, Paul Berra. That's you know, a good one, yeah. All these guys were like really good interviews. Yeah. What about someone like Kamala? He didn't really give interviews, but he still had to stay in character all that time. But he gave gave promos in his own way. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like a dying fucking sea lion. Hey, that's what Kamala sounds like. <laughs> Oh, he's not a good interview at all. <laughs> the only Randy Savage promo on here. Can you guess which one it is? Uh, it, cream of the crop, Brian. Cream of the crop. All right. See, I was I was thinking it's not really a promo. But I was thinking about the segment outside of night's main event with him and Hogan. You have lust in her eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not really a promo though. It's kind of a segment, right? Yeah, that was yeah, a so but even we, the promos hadn't into WrestleMania five, that could have counted. Yeah, but I don't remember those per se. I do remember Cream of the Crop and yeah, absolutely. It was uh using a uh using a prop to get his message across. Mm-hmm. Uh, a coffee creamer. Different. Yeah, but I'm I am surprised like that's the one that uh That's the one. That's the one like everybody looks back on. The that only that had two votes. Had two votes. I'm surprised a lot of these have only had like. I'm surprised some have two votes. I'm surprised some only have two votes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's a staggering amount here with two votes. But then once we it, and it's very few that that break away from the pack. But when we discuss them, it's like all right, yeah, right. Hot times. Well, don't don't. Spoilers I'm telling you, I know. Just, no, I'm just telling spoilers. you, I know which ones they are. Yeah. Austin 316 says, "I just whooped your ass." <laughs> We're gonna go into four here from the person that our fans and I think us agreed was the greatest talker in wrestling history. What do you think it is? Man, you can't put me on a spot like four this. Four promos, four promos of this person with two votes apiece. My mind is altered. I'm giving you a big hint here. Is it Austin? Four promos. Flair. Flair, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start with the final Nitro. 
final Nitro, Ric Flair addresses the fans and really addresses Vince McMahon. Vince, you think you can come in here and destroy all this history? You don't remember this? Not really, no. No? But go ahead. Talks about the history of the great NWA champions. The Funks, Lucez, Dusty Rhodes. I'll let you have your moment. (laughs) Well, how about the next one on the list? The $600 custom lizard shoes. Phenomenal. Phenomenal promo. Definitely. Do you know who he was uh, cutting that promo on? Wasn't it Dusty? $600 custom lizard shoes. Who was he cutting that promo on? It wasn't Dusty? It wasn't Dusty. He was, um, he wanted to make a point that this person was never, never going to be like him. They can never be like him, even if they won the world championship. No matter what, they can never be custom made from head to toe. They're always going to be riding their truck and going home to their wife that... Flair said, looks like a golden retriever. The Magnum? No, it was it was another one of your favorites. Arn? Ron Garvin. <laughs> oh, see, now you're being sarcastic. <laughs> I never watched any Ron Garvin feuds. No wonder I don't know. <laughs> Ron Garvin. I just remember the, the friggin' the promo was phenomenal. Ric Flair's promo. About- Shinsuke Nakamura's in Hit Row. Yeah, I guess he is now. What the hell? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I didn't expect that one. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Ric Flair's limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. Two you votes ask for me. that one. Huh? Two votes for that one. That's a good one. Two? I thought it was four. We were going four now. Well, we're talking about four different Ric Flair promos. Oh. That got two votes. I piece. gotcha. I'm on board now. And the other Ric Flair promo with two votes is... This is a, a very underrated one. Uh, it's also directed at Ron Garvin, heading into Starcade 87. And he gives the famous line, You're gonna be mine! <laughs> but it's a good one. It's a, it's a really good promo. Did you ever, like... Rag on Rod Garvin's hair. No, he didn't. Damn should've. it. He should have. <laughs> Listen here, flat top. <laughs> I balance my checkbook on the top of your head. <laughs> the last promo here that got two votes. Shane Douglas throws down the NWA title. Yes. Creates the ECW World Heavyweight title. Yep. Classic. That was that was really good. Talks about all the great champions in NWA history. Well, it was so good because yeah, like you say, he's talking about he's running down a list of all the great NWA champions. Yep. You know, from the Funks to the Flares, they so say the Fat Flair, Man himself, Dusty Rhodes, Fat Man, <laughs> and they can all kiss my ass. <laughs> and he throws it down. That was yep. awesome. And the NWA representative Dennis Caraluzzo is sitting Couldn't in the front it. row, just going, he's pissing on the belt. He's pissing on the bill. <laughs> Todd Gordon's just saying, no, 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 it's part of the show. It's part of the show. <laughs> Dennis Carluzzo. What a stupid name. Well, Dennis Carluzer. <laughs> we have three promos here that got three votes apiece. 
So let's start with the first one. Chris Jericho's WWF debut. Oh, The Rock. Interrupts The Rock. Uh, that was a team effort, though. I think so, too. I was actually very surprised that this uh, this broke away from the pack, but hey. All right. So did, they, did whoever voted for them, did they specifically say Jericho, or did they say Rock? No, oh, they, they just said, Rock said Jer- they, they said Jericho, huh? They said Chris Jericho, WWF debut. Right. See, I think he got, I think he, I, I, that was a good segment. I think he got run down in that one, though. He did, The Rock. Ran the Rock ran him down. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know, because yeah. I think the promo's going to get someone over. I, I mean, yeah, I guess The Rock got him over, but. Yeah. <clears throat> came, uh, Jericho came out, called himself the Ayatollah of Rock and Roll. Right. Said he was everybody's role model. He was the party host. Would have been better if Rufus was with him. Ralphus. Ralphus. <laughs> Whatever. Another promo here with three votes. Cactus Jack, Kane Dewey. ECW. Cactus Jack is reacting to a sign that somebody in the front row was holding that said Kane Dewey. Oh, yeah, yeah, his son. His son. You say Kane Dewey, and people might think, like, Kane, the big red machine. Oh, yeah. And Dewey in a promo or something like that. It's like an indie wrestler who dresses (laughs) like Kane. (laughs) Right. But he's Kane Dewey. Right, yeah, so you gotta you gotta explain what's going on here because some of these people might not have. Uh... I'm the big red monster Kane doing. <laughs> some of these people not, might not have watched ECW like we did. If you say you know. it fast, it's like can't do it. 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 <laughs> so what was the significance of the sign? Go on. It was really just a, like a, a, a smart fan in the front row just trying to, you know, just get a rise out of Cactus Jack, right. I say. Because Cactus was in a feud with the Sandman, so they were using the Singapore cane a lot. So the fan, to be funny, thought it would be like, oh, instead of caning each other, Kane Dewey. Which is Cactus, Cactus Jack's son. son, right. Yeah. we got to emphasize that because some people might know who Dewey is. Yes. Who is also a writer for WWE now. Used to be. Is he still oh, he's there? not anymore? I don't think so. Oh, well. That's too bad. Um, but yeah, Cactus cut a very passionate and intense promo. I mean, I guess I would too if it were my son. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a son, but if I did, I wouldn't want him to be, you know, caned. I can't wait till Brody cuts a promo on your son about being a flat lever. <laughs> as long as he's not a flat earther. You <laughs> never know. The last promo on here with three votes just so happens to be the most voted for Ric Flair promo. What do you think is the most voted for? Man, Rick? don't do this to me. I don't know. You don't know? No, like, but at this point of the night in the night right now, yeah. like, I don't even want like my mind to like go and think of what I, what could be the Ric Flair promo. Okay. So like, just tell me. <laughs> Will tear in my eye. Ninety-two Rumble. All right. Ninety-two Rumble. Ric Flair wins the Rumble. Wins the vacant WWF title. He's backstage with Mean Gene. Jack Tunney presents him with the WWF title. Yeah, man. He makes the WWF title seem like the, the biggest best thing prize in the, world. in the game, which anyway, it was. It, it was. Is. Most prestigious. Um, and, he, and he just he, he lists the name, the big names of everybody in the Rumble, but just says that all of them aren't as good as him. And they weren't. And they weren't. Because he came night, in. Didn't he come in like number two or number three? Three. Number three, and he outlasted everybody. Everybody. That was best rumble ever. Best rumble ever, definitely. It really Hands was. Down. Hands down, for sure. All those, all, like, all the names in that rumble, man. Yeah. Think about it. You want to know what's going to blow your mind? What? 30 years ago. I don't know how many of those guys are dead. Yeah, I know. But 
I, I still believe that holds the record for having the most Hall of Famers in one, one match. One, yeah. I believe it. So, Brian, there's only four promos left. Oh, wow. So that means this is going to be our Mount Rushmore of wrestling promos. Okay. This is so, it. This is it. So we have three promos here that got four votes. All right. So we'll, let's start talking about them. The first one we're going to talk about here, Brian. Dusty Rhodes, hard times. I'm a robot put, replaces you. I'm going to put my hand. job. Put my hand. I want you to touch your TV screen and touch my hand. My hand. Touching your hand. Yes, that's it. <laughs> touching your mom. Man, that could, that could be the best promo ever. <laughs> Right. Hey, it's on the Mount Rushmore. It's so good though, because he talk about passion. Right, and he like he was like anything but the common man. He was like trying to uh, outdo Ric Flair in the real life. He was. (laughs) You know what I mean? Could you imagine Dusty Rhodes like walking into an arena with a fur coat on? (laughs) (laughs) Look at my fur coat. Don't I look so pretty? Don't I look so pretty? And then Ric Flair comes in with like more expensive fur coat. (laughs) That son of a bitch, Flair. Cut, hey, he's cutting the hard times from one for a coat. <laughs> yes, he is. Hard times, daddy. And the like, he's got a fur coat on. What the hell? What hard times are you talking about? Look at your belly. <laughs> no, but that was, man. Because, I mean, he people could relate to him. Yeah. And he was, you the know. Common man. Common man. Yeah, exactly. Son of a plumber. Yep. yep. Wine and dine with kings and queens. Dined in alleys, I'm parking beans. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, Maria Menounos can, can quote that promo. Start I, to finish. I've heard it, yeah. Unbelievable. That's insane. Unbelievable. All right. So the next promo on the Mount Rushmore wrestling promos, Hulk Hogan's heel turn, Bash of the Beach, 1996. Oh, yeah, huh? The first thing you can do, Mean Gene, is tell all these fans to stick it, brother. Yeah. We can go to hell. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, what have you done? <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't even shit Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. Straight to hell. Straight to hell. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Look at oh. Top Dollar, dude. This guy's like a cat. Wow, you were just running him down earlier, and now look at him go. I, hope he, oh, I, th- I thought he was going to crotch himself on the top. <laughs> Man, I wanted to fuck that up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that Hogan promo was really, really good, though. I, you know, see, it didn't even cross my mind. Yep. Yep. <coughs> like, Hogan heel turn. I kept it simple to, like, you know, just you know, the main ones. Yep. Yep. Well, we have two left, and before we reveal the top two, mm-hmm. what's on your Mount Rushmore promos? I don't know, right now. So, I got the, uh, obviously, the Austin King of the Ring, you know, Austin 316, just okay. because of the moment. Yep. Made Austin, right? That was kind of took off from there. Yeah. Remember, like, all the Austin signs after after that? Yeah. Hey, that we haven't insane. talked about that promo yet. Let's, let's, uh, all right, all right. So let's wait a little bit. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the CM Punk pipe bomb. Okay. Let's yeah. gloss over that one, too. Well, you know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I just kind of kept it simple. You know what I mean? What are the other two? What else you got? So I have that one. <laughs> Well, the show's over, Brian. Uh, so um... I have Dusty Rhodes hot times. Okay, okay. And man, like honestly, and no lie, no, no. But like, I I know it's like frowned upon to do this, but I really don't give a shit. Oh boy, any Joel Gertner promo, <laughs> any Joel Gertner promo, well, well. give me any of them. 
I oh, found boy. there was remember I, I think we we went over this a few years back where uh, uh, like Jake Jared's brother yeah we got like <laughs> seeing oh, the Joel yeah, the Joel Gertner yeah. but like there was a website that had like all the Joel Gertner promos yeah. and it's like had all the punchlines yeah, some good ones everything I gotta yeah. find that thing again man because. It was some crazy the shit. Ladies man. call me Fred Flintstone because I make their bed rock. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, uh, like, your mother likes it when I star six nine her. Or something. <laughs> like, <what the> <laughs> oh man! Well, my Mount Rushmore: Austin three sixteen, Dusty Rhodes hard times, uh, Cactus Jack. I'm going anti hardcore, and. I'm going another Steve Austin promo. His last promo in ECW before he left. He's begging on his hands and knees for Eric Bischoff to take him back. When he was wearing the Bischoff wig? No, it's not that one. one. That one one. was pretty good, too. Any of those. That was a funny one. Those were really good. But, uh, yeah, no, this one in particular. Actually, and then his other popular ECW promo. With the Hogan bandana? With the Hogan bandana, but he, he cuts another one. Where he says that he's going to be the superstar that he knows he was meant to be. Danny actually voted for that, and we mentioned that one. So that's another vote for the, that one. But anyway, um, but yeah, that's that's my Mount Rushmore. Right. But we have two promos left. Everybody knows what they are. Four votes for this one: the CM Punk pipe bomb. It was great because the the, the, the mic cut out on him at the end. It was believable. It was very believable. And that's why I think I like MJF as good as MJF's was. Yep. It's like it's been done already. You know what I mean? It's almost felt yeah, like. Yeah, and but I don't think the MJF promo would have happened if it were not for the CM Punk pipe bomb. You don't like think that, so? That opened up a, like a flood of these work right. shoot promos. Right, right, yeah, definitely. like it, it started a trend. Yeah, but we could say the same about the Joey Styles one because sure, yeah, wasn't that kind of the first one? Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. Right? And then you had the Paul Heyman one on McMahon. Yeah. Or the, which one came first? Well, Chicken the Paul the Heyman one on McMahon came first. Yeah. All right, so there it is. That, that probably opened well, it up. Yeah. And then, but yeah, that CM Punk one, though, just because of what was going on at the time and the, all the uncertainty of his contract. Right. And, like, he he was the champion, right? Not yet. Like, that was the build-up to the match with John Cena all right. before the That's right. And he beat title. Cena for the title. I right. thought he was the champion retained. My fault. But, yeah, like... And everyone thought he was going to lose because yep. he was gone. Yeah. And that's awesome how they kept that on the wraps. Yeah, that was that was perfect. Even with the internet around and yep. stuff, they still managed. Man, that was that was a good good era, I thought, in wrestling. Yeah, it was it was something different for like a stale right. product I mean, at the time. He mentioned Ring of Honor. He mentioned Colt Cabana. Yeah, New Japan. He mentioned all these things that were you could not mention on WWE programming. And now it's one of the... The most famous wrestling promos of all time. I think Punk regrets giving a shout out to Coca Cabana. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, what what even happened with those guys? Yeah, like, one said that they were going to pay for the other one's legal fees and then cut them all. Le- what legal fees, though? Well, they were getting sued. Defamation lawsuit. Because... Both of them were getting sued. Yeah, because oh, so they were getting sued together. Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought they were suing each other. Well, afterwards they did. They did, right? Yeah. But I. See, I didn't know for what, what reason. So, what? All right, go ahead. So, Punk accused the WWE doctor of letting him compete when he had an injury. Yeah. And the WWE doctor said, no, that's not true. 
So did he did the doctor sue them for over defamation. over that that podcast? Over that podcast. Gotcha. Yeah. Did yeah. you know that, Pat? What? Sorry, what? Whoa, Say it again. Pat speaks. Say it again. It's like it's like hearing Tom and Jerry speak for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got him. I thought I had him. I hope he captured that on, on audio. I, I'm pretty sure the mic's caught it. I'm going to have to, like, bleep it out. <laughs> He's going to charge. He's going to sue us. <laughs> He's going to sue us. <laughs> then we're going to sue each other. He's going to take us to people's court. Hey, as long as we're wearing square circle history or pro wrestling Rushmore shirts. <laughs> this judge is going to be looking like Judge Judy. Like, and why are you suing him? Like, he's a flat lever, Judge. He's a flat lever, I tell you. Him and his girl. Jeez. You guys are on the same side here. <laughs> no, because we're going to sue each other after Pat sues us. So whose side are we on? No, but we're going to be on the same side at first. When then, like, like Colt Cabana and CM Punk will sue each other. Yes. You know. I sue you, Spider. Because you're a flat lever. Flatly. Yes. Yeah. All right, Brian, let's talk about it. Five votes. The most voted for promo. See if we agree with it. Oh, wow. LA Knight's Brian Pillman inspired vest there. He's a. Uh, LA Knight's going to be good, man. Yeah, Al. I like him. I think he's, uh, he's going to be something. There it is. Oh, man. Anyway, so Austin 316. Austin 316 voted the most famous wrestling promo of all time. Austin wins the 1996 King of the Ring, defeats Jake the Snake Roberts, goes onto the stage for his coronation with uh, Doc Hendricks. But Jake wasn't supposed to go over in that match against, who was it, Vader? Was he? Against Vader, yeah. He was no, supposed he was. to go over. So was. it was supposed to be Jake and Austin at the end the whole time? I thought something different was supposed well, to happen. Well, because there. the original winner of the tournament in Triple 1996 H. was Triple H. Right. It was supposed to be Triple H. Then the curtain call happened. Right. Somebody has to take the blame. It falls on the Triple H. Which so. is amazing, isn't it? So if that curtain call never happened, yeah. we potentially could have never had Austin. Three, well, I think Austin we still would have had him. It just would have been a year later, maybe. You think so? You think that would have he would have blown up like that, even without that promo? Yeah, I don't That's know. That's what I'm he saying. Needed that. He needed that moment for right. that to happen, yeah. Austin 316 is what made Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's, and it's because of Jake. Because That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah he needed And yeah. if Triple H never did the curtain call, then it would have been Jake versus Triple H, and we would have had Hunter 316, and Austin would have been, you know, just like, who knows? Imagine that. Hunter 316. <laughs> you sit there, you thump your little Bible, Jake. <laughs> He's doing the blue blood character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mr. Roberts, <laughs> you thump your Bible <laughs> and you sing your songs. And you talk about your John 316. And that got you nowhere. <laughs> well, Hunter 316. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think? You think Austin 316, greatest promo of all time? It's got to be, dude, because that kicked off the great, one of, if not the greatest superstar in wrestling history yep all of it i, I agree 100 percent agree yeah. and, I, and i do think so i mean what it, what it all comes down to is he he delivered a a powerful message in a short amount of time people bought it created the superstar got himself over even got his opponent over yeah and uh perfect he did everything right yeah everything you're supposed to do he that did. is why stone cold is one of the all-time greats came back this year after 20 years of that's not competing. That's crazy, man, huh? Yep. And what a guy to put over. 
Like you put Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Well, well I mean, Kevin, I mean Austin won. Right. But still, Kevin Owens is the guy. The that's, one guy in 20 years to have a match with Stone Cold. That's the biggest rub you can get. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. Yep. And you know what? I don't mind that it was it was Owens because I thought he had a great match with him. Yeah. Oh, that was a classic match. And think about yeah. how much Austin has to trust Owens to like yeah. come back for that match and give Owens what he gave him. Like, True. he took a lot of bumps. He did take a lot on the concrete. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying, that, man. That was crazy. He gave him a ton. But yeah, so. that was that was a great match. Great match, great moment, Stone Cold, one of the greatest, and Austin 316, greatest promo of all time. I dig it. Absolutely. I think we got it right this time. Yes, sir. All right, Brian. The next episode, I think it's time. I think it's time to do this episode, Brian. Deep dive in Veda. Oh, wow. That would be a great Veda, It's Veda time? Wow. <laughs> no. Next episode's Veda time. No, <laughs> we're going to do it. The Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. Bam. <laughs> what does that even mean? The Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. You think of pro wrestling, who do you think of? The four names. We did that. That was our first episode. No, it wasn't. We did the Mount Rushmore of the WWF slash E. Now we're doing the Mount Rushmore so, of everything. Pro wrestling. Everything. So it'll be like Hogan Flair, Arn Anderson. Well, I'm just, you know, spitballing here. <laughs> I'm not saying that Arn Anderson's going to be on the list. But I'm like could mixing be. it up. It but be. like it could be like. Sting, Hogan, Arn Anderson, Flair, or something. Sure. Okay. Bruno. Downtown Bruno? Uh, sure, could be. could be. Somebody out there might think that they downtown love Harvey Bruno. Whippleman. I'm a huge Harvey Whippleman fan. I'm a Harvey Whippleman guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, next time we do this, the Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. All right. Let's find out. I'm with it. Who should it be? I'm with it. All right, great. Jumping Jim Brunzel it is. All right. Well, hey, you never know. Any final thoughts here, Brian? Final thought is like Jerry's final thought. Yep, exactly. Be it's good, a new segment. Be good to yourself and each other. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I mean, no final thought. I think I, I enjoyed the episode. I had a good time. Yep. It's been a while. It's good to hang out with you guys again. Yeah, it was good it's good to get Pat's voice finally on, uh, on audio. The voice of an angel. Just better not bleep it out. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, let's just hope it's not like as long as this one was. No, it's been crazy though, man. Like you know, football practice and stuff, and yeah. you know, everything's just it's, Fridays are so hard. Yeah, you know. Tell everybody what NFL team you're playing for. I'm not. No, I'm not my my oh, kid. Oh, I'm sorry. Brody's practices, oh, man. Okay. You know, it's like <laughs> NFL team. I wish. You're just throwing it out into the ether. Oh, football practice Friday nights. <laughs> my uh, Friday night lights. You know, my my amateur, <laughs> my semi-pro football career has taken off. Jesus. All right, so for Brian, the football player. Not I. Not I. For Ian, the flat lever. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) This is Ian saying good night.